Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die, and I've missed you all so much. And Masood, how's your butt doing? My butt is doing much better. Uh, thank That's you all for your well wishes and thoughts. I about uh, your butt. Look at me sitting upright. <laughs> That's I actually how Adam greets everyone. I thought it was special. No, no, no. It's just a standard Adam greeting. <laughs> uh, Yep. Yeah. You know, I just, I try to, I try to keep it personal here on Jace Bellerin must die. Just checking on everybody's butt situation. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, mm-hmm. it's nice to hear. It's good to have you, have you back with us and sitting up and capable. <laughs> um, though you do have a slightly lower chance of having your cat jump on you, which I know is hard. Yeah. For you. you know, it's okay. She's, uh, she's in a moody mood right now. She's on her teenage months. Uh, and so, <laughs> Her body is that of a adult cat, but her head has not grown quite. So it's very goofy looking. She probably doesn't want to be on screen. Uh, <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's a completely fair situation. Uh, well, besides besides your your swift butt recovery, what uh, what have you been up to, Masood? Um, me? Well, I was just telling folks I went out to a wedding in yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, it was beautiful. It was lovely. And I found out 24 hours before the wedding started, I didn't need to be the MC for the reception. Um, I saw that on Instagram. I was just like, oh, this could either go great or terrible. How how was it? <laughs> oh, it was phenomenal. It went uh, smashingly. They, everyone had a great time. Um, a lot of other things occurred in the background that uh, I diverted attention away from which i think is my responsibility <laughs> and went so smoothly that's good it was very hot i think that was the worst thing i just like probably lost 60 percent of my body weight in sweat that night <laughs> and napkins just like dabbing myself <laughs> just this, that's what every wedding needs a sweaty yeah. mc <laughs> which actually that's a pretty good rapper name too sweaty mc, <laughs> sweaty MC. yeah sweaty MC. Really is. yeah i kind of like that that's and- good <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that kind of thing is is like it's an opportunity either to to show like, yes, all of my making shit up on the fly talents can finally come to the fore. Right. Or you do it. And then someone afterwards is like, I thought you did improv. Like, <laughs> aren't you supposed to be good at this stuff or Where, tell some more jokes? Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't really that funny at all. So here's the question. They were very polite. So, you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I did a terrible job, but everyone was just so nice that I don't know yet. Uh-huh. I'll wait until the wedding video comes out and see how I was <laughs> captured for this family's lifetime. Yeah. So you're going to put together. I was just going to ask, uh, so are you going to put together a highlight reel and throw it up on your Twitter? Because yeah. now uh, you're deep, you're deep in it. I saw you. You're like replying yeah. to people. So here's tweets here's are going on. Am I actually tweeting when I reply to someone, or is that just a reply? Like, is 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 I don't know how Tweet. Twitter works. And I really I was like, <laughs> I'm just replying to a comment that someone made about my butt that I thought was good content. Because and I like, I don't know how Twitter works, y'all. I. <laughs> I consider everything in the box a tweet, but I guess you're right. Is are replies not tweets? I mean, they're, they're tweets. tweets. Yeah. Uh, does it count them when you look at your Twitter profile? Does it say tweets too? Oh yeah, it says replies. <laughs> but I mean, this is a branding well, question, not a functionality question. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're, you know, like yeah. what what is a tweet? 
Really? <laughs> if the god of Twitter says that it's not a tweet, mm-hmm. then it's not. So the user, well, the user interface is the god of Twitter? Is that just what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Someone says it's a So here's here's what happened. I replied to tweets and now my feed has started popping up. <laughs> I don't follow anyone. Is it all butt like, stuff? It is, it, it, it's all, it's still the comment about my butt. Like, it's gone away. It's no just, best. now that's just my feed. Yeah. Um, it's so, like, yeah. I'm having, I'm having like a, a, like an Encino man vibe here right now where it's just like something that is so totally normal to everyone that I interact with on a daily basis. And then you're getting exposed to it for the very first time. <laughs> And it's just, it's magnificent. Is a reply a tweet? I don't know. I've never thought about it. I just, I just <laughs> mash the keyboard and then hit go and then people respond and then the dopamine thing happens and you just do it again and you yeah. don't think about it anymore. Uh, it's nice I'm sorry, to go back a, to basics. I'm a 27-year-old man interacting with Twitter for the first time and apparently that has made me, well, okay, let's be real. I'm <laughs> hey, what's up? My name's in, my, in, my, in my heart because of the calories and the cholesterol. It's definitely <laughs> In your literal heart. Uh, in my literal heart. Yeah, no, your metaphorical heart. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm into I'm into grandpa Masood. That's cool. I can I can be I can be down with that. That's fine. You can rock a card against. It'll be fine. Well, I hope that your I hope that your Twitter journey is uh, safe and fulfilling and uh, exciting. Uh, but I know that I, I know that I hope in vain. So good luck. Oh, it'll be a good time. Just like literally block everyone. No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm keeping. Uh, well, I'm keeping the same rule. Like, if you you feel free to follow me, I will probably not follow back. I'm yeah. trying to keep that follow account at zero because I think it's incredible. Um, can I follow you on Twitter? I, I believe. I, if you don't, you can go to at Marood Boy M A H R U D E B O I for the for the folks who are listening to the podcast. I have never seen yeah. anyone use such a big platform for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, if you tweet at me, I will reply at you uh so that's like one to one and i will not tweet anything unless it's something related to jace bellerin must die um that's probably about it and if you make more fan art of it that's about it unfollow thank you (laughs) wow whoa that's the appropriate response wait i no longer have the worst betrayal to the group (laughs) i don't know I don't know. Yeah, no I way, feel no. I feel like that's Sorry. a whole that's a whole other thing. Like yeah. some some D D groups, I can absolutely see that being a thing where it's like your character betrayed my character. I am unfollowing you on Twitter. We are no longer <laughs> Facebook friends. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the Luckily I don't there. have none of y'all on Facebook, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're well, pretty more pictures of my cat. I, I try to keep I just I try to keep my followed count on Twitter under 300 so I go I go and I do big purges every once in a while I'm not sure if I follow you uh uh Masood I might I might not we'll see if I if I need to make room maybe I'll lose one of these other <laughs> chuckleheads we'll see wait I mean let's I'll, I'll tell you what wait the only thing will happen is you'll get tweets of me replying about butt content about people but commenting. only if i also follow the people you're oh, replying but. to so oh, interesting. yeah good so i can is, i can watch i didn't have a this. conversation with tk and carlos but 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 good that's perfect cool perfect i'm sorry that's, Hasbro. that's uh, 100% what twitter's for yeah, yeah. 
I think so. Yeah. Just listening in on your friends, talking to each other about stuff and then piping in and being like, Hey, I know a thing about that. And you're like, you, Adam, nobody invited you to this conversation. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. Best. It is a weird thing though, where you, you, you can forget that that's how it works where you're like yeah. having a conversation with someone and then someone else will jump in and they'll start talking and you're like, but we're having a conversation but you forget you were having that conversation out in the open in a room full of other people standing around you listening to that conversation. Like it's not, it's a weird thing. I always think it's weird when people are like, when people post things and then write and then like right away, they get upset when people reply underneath it. Mm. Like people are like, I didn't want anyone's opinion on this. It's just like, well, then why did you post it? You know what I mean? Like, like, I, I don't understand that. It's it's like parading around in front of a movie theater going, Spider-Man sucks! Spider-Man sucks! And then somebody <laughs> and then, being like, actually, I think Spider-Man's pretty good. And you're like, how dare you speak yeah. to me? Yeah. Get Excuse out of Spider- me, Spider- sir. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. sucks, everybody! Yeah, it's a- people, people who love Spider-Man are gatekeepers. Don't ask <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare you tell me this thing doesn't suck while you're waiting in line for the thing? Yeah, it's uh, it's a very strange, it's a strange thing. You get exposed to a lot of other people talking about stuff and doing things, and you're like, should I jump in? I have thoughts yeah. about this, but no, yeah, no, like just never. I think honestly, no. I think that that uh, not ever tweeting is mm-hmm. just the best way to go. <laughs> just don't, just because. You know, as a as a person who is expected to have an opinion about things, it doesn't often pay off. You often are just like, well, I have to tell everybody what I thought about this. So here we go. (laughs) But now to the proverbial question, do replies count as tweets? So, like, should I still tweet back to people? I don't. I'm I'm with your Twitter says three tweets. You've got two replies and one tweet. That's three tweets, bro. There, there it is. Oh, there, yeah. That number is now rising. I, I, anything, I liked it at one. Yeah, anything you type in that box is a tweet. Yeah. You hit the tweet button. Here's, and here's why. Because um, replies are tweets, but not all tweets are replies. Yeah. That's Yeah. That's sure. That's right. You can always DM them. Be like, hey, I really liked that book. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, you only, now I'm just going to DM so many people. And that's, <laughs> I mean, so that's like that's that's valid. I'm trying to get Masood banned from Twitter. That's completely valid. I uh, God, there was a book I read once where two it was like a spy thing, and two people were communicating through Twitter accounts. They created Twitter accounts that only followed each other and were otherwise protected, and so they were leaving each other like messages on Twitter instead of using any other communication platform because it was this like sealed environment of two people just tweeting at each other in total silent. There's lots of exciting ways you can participate in social media and. Most or of them, yeah. most of them will make you wish you went back to bed. Um, but Twitter just eats up so much of the data on my phone. I was going to say, but like, TK, you, you, it's like one, one, one man enters, uh, two men enter, one man leaves. You, you cut this from your, from your phone life, right? Thunderdome. I yeah, you Thunderdome that shit. How is it? How is it going? How you, uh, been, instead what, of weeks? having anxiety about checking Twitter, I now have anxiety about checking my idle games. <laughs> Good. <But That's> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I just have a phone addiction, actually. Maybe that's the, the thing. Uh, my therapist this week, we got a flat tire. So my therapy appointment, I called her. I was like, can we reschedule this week? She was like, actually, the laws in Kentucky changed. Oh, uh, I live in Kentucky. Please don't find me. Um, 
English is such an interesting language yeah. because when you started that sentence, I was like, you were in a car with your therapist and your tire. No, 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 no. My tire went flat, so I could yeah. not go see her. And then she was like, the laws in Kentucky changed, so we can do this over the internet. And I was like, ah, I'm not oh. seeing the sun today. Delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I never have to leave my house if I can do therapy from my from my office. That's amazing. And so like, it was this horrible feeling of like, I had to completely turn this screen off and have my Chromebook closed and have my phone turned off because when I'm in the office, I'm working. And so like, and then I had to like blow up the the screen, like to have only the camera on one screen so that I wasn't looking at anything else and trying to work while talking to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things you can get away from you, right? Where you're just like, I'm doing a million things at once and I'm not concentrating really on any of them. And like multitasking, I think, is a given, he said, looking at three different screens and five different things trying to grab my attention. But yeah, but it's also nice sometimes to just be like, it's what I like about going to the movies. You're just like nothing else is irrelevant right now. I'm just going to look at this giant screen and just watch the movie. I'm not going to worry about my phone or anything. I love being like an extrovert and going to the movies because people get so excited and I could mm. just like eat all that energy. I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> feed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I honestly I think that's the best thing. Like the movie, the going to the movies is great. And like watching the movie is fun and stuff. But being in a theater with a bunch of other people, especially if it's a movie like a comedy or a horror movie, because hearing yeah. other people laugh makes things funnier and feeling yeah. other people like being scared makes I things scarier. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, hee hee, you laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's Give a feeling. TK your energy. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, that's a that's a, a funny thing about going to I went to I've been thinking about this a lot because I went to see Midsummer and um going to see a horror movie in the theater is always funny to see what people like what human noises people make at certain things. Sure. Because there's always somebody where something horrific happens, like somebody gets their head cut off or something, and everybody gasps, and then one person in the audience is like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like yes that person uh, we're that's, friends now yeah that's you yeah. right <laughs> that reminds me that reminds me i, w- I was watching i saw uh american psycho in the in the theater yeah. and yes. that scene with the chainsaw where he's yes. yeah yeah, yeah. And he drops it we oh, were yeah. i was in the theater when that happened and like no one, like the theater was completely quiet <laughs> and the thing comes down and kills him and then from the back all i hear is no way <laughs> I still remember that to this day. That movie came out like 20 years ago. Yeah. The funniest part about that movie is like when he corners her in the bathroom and he tries to like bite her leg. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what was your end game? <laughs> you got a knife. Why don't you just but don't bite her? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember being in the in the theaters for uh Matrix Revolutions, which I know I was sad too. Or is it Revelation? I don't know. The third one. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um that's actually Trinity. the name of the movie, The Matrix 3. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Spoiler alert for like a 20-year-old movie or however long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trinity dies in the third one. Oh, and, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, that's too fucking bad, isn't it, Carlos? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and like she goes through this like whole thing where she's like dying and she's like, oh, I'm not, oh, it's it's emotional. But this is like an eight-minute speech that she's yeah. going through. Like, I always knew you were, and she's like getting stronger. She's like standing, she's not standing up, but in my mind she was up and so when she finally died i was like oh fucking finally <laughs> but i was like i don't know i was probably like 16 or 17 so i was there with my dad and he was like you better shut the fuck up <laughs> i was like cool 
I don't know if anybody else has had this experience in the theater, but I really like when you get that moment after a trailer ends and it's really quiet and like one person like slightly too loudly reacts to it. I've had this happen a couple of times. I remember watching the trailer for Castaway, that Tom Hanks movie where he makes friends yeah. with the volleyball. Yeah, and it's like a really And it's like the trailer is supposed to be really sad and it's really quiet, like isolated at the end. He's shouting like, hello, hello. And it's like pulls a slow pan away to the beach and it goes all quiet. And I just remember somebody in the audience just going, boo. <laughs> and finding that just like the funniest thing I'd ever heard. And I kind of love that, like that performative aspect of being yeah. in the, being in the theater with a bunch of other people and reacting to a thing. I think it's really neat. Yeah. So I, I kind of guess, I guess Twitch chat is kind of like that too. Like being in well, the, being yeah. in the audience, but you can also, without interrupting the performance, you can be like shouting at each other and at the people on stage to some degree. Yeah. It's kind of fascinating. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like that. What is it? The whitest kids, you know, skit. <laughs> With Abraham Lincoln, he's Abraham like, Lincoln. "Oh my God, <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what do you want? Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up now. Oh, that's a good scam. I'm gonna watch that when we're done. Uh, can we? Can we end early? So, like, <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta go. Oh, yeah. We gotta like, go watch the YouTube sorry, Can we? Okay, cool. We'll be back. Um, uh, we're gonna go down that YouTube. The, the break is gonna be exactly the length of that sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually like we're gonna put like just. Put it on uh will you use X Live? Just make like a window of it and watch it on YouTube together. <laughs> Today on James yeah, Ballard Must Die, other people's copyrighted content for three <laughs> hours. Bart <laughs> will come on for Dragon Plus later today and he'll be like, uh, why are we suspended? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys use your entire time slot to watch an episode and a half of The Wire? Uh, <laughs> so you had never seen it before. Yeah. We're like, we guys, just, we guys. hadn't watched it before. And you sometimes yeah. you, you want to play D and D, but then you're like, wait, you've never seen the uh, this episode of The Wire. Yeah. We gotta watch that instead. And we just wanted if to. If anyone it can kill Jay Speller, and it's it just Elba. So. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Jace Mellorin has been killed by the Digital Millennial Copyright Act. Um, he, yeah, so sorry, we can't, the show's over, everybody. Uh, it's been censored to death. Next week on Mace Fellerin Must Die, uh, yeah, that's good. Must buy, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's it the takes ad. place on Black Friday. It's the <laughs> ad content version. It's uh, it's the Twitch, the Amazon Prime Day version. This is welcome to Jace Miller and Must Buy. It's a whole plane of discounts today on Jace Miller and Must Buy. A toaster. Jace Miller and buy this toaster. Actually, All of our roles are actually is like a show. Yeah. Yeah, oh no! People have to donate so that we can roll. So it's all microtransaction stuff. I mean, the thing—the thing is, like, people in Ravnica know who Jace Bellerin is in the sense that they know he's like a person who is the Living Guild Pact, and he's like revered by some in that way. So there's definitely somebody who dresses up as him in order to sell products. Like a hundred percent. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. How many run into yeah Halloween? On Ravnica. <laughs> I, I feel like Halloween on Ravnica would be a very different holiday because it seems like it would be a Rakdos thing and it would just be oh, like yes. if you get an apple with a razor blade in it, like you win Rakdos Halloween. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, is this like, sexy Rakdos costume? Or tree. Like, mm -hmm. It's probably like a, if I was to imagine it, it would be like 
a roving parade that lasts like weeks that oh just like God. moves its way through Ravnica for like probably not like may not weeks, but like a week, like seven days. Yeah. Hell like a week. Debaucherous hell that yeah. just like yeah. passes through. And it's a great show. Like if you live through it, like it's wow. I think that's, that's the real question. Yeah. What is like a slutty Azorius costume? Look like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like a pleather, Pleather mini skirt and like a little cop hat and, and, and a your Azorius badge oh and a God. gavel. Ooh, you've been a you've been a bad Rakdos. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Yo, somebody give me that Triska Torgor fan art right now. Yeah. This moment, do it. Listen, TK, my guild is not a costume. All right. <laughs> no, you can make one of the Azorius. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, now I'm thinking about Ravnica Coachella and just like teenage girls oh dressing God. up like Minotaurs. Oh <laughs> God. Or like you get they they sell like cheap Medusa headdresses. Oh God! <laughs> like yeah, fake fake Gorgon tendrils. Man, humans are the worst. <laughs> Bunch of elf girls like with them. Yeah. <laughs> that was road. Are you fucking kidding me? That was so absolutely road. Before she could be a simic. like her. That's- yeah. Yeah. So speaking speaking of road, uh, Katie, have you betrayed anybody horribly since the last time we talked to you? Or <laughs> Katie, Katie, what's your or just your closest friends? Yeah. Really. Just that's. Adam, you act like you weren't complicit in this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe like structurally complicit, but that's not. I can like go can. back to you being like, hell yeah, when I'm first. <laughs> I, there is there is a chat log of me telling you like, kill Wenzel, do it. You must do this. You sent it on a Zoom chat and I knew it would go away forever after the Zoom chat. So I have a picture of it like on my phone, like getting it. <laughs> you receipts of me manipulating you? Listen, listen, you knew what you're getting into when you made this character. That's, that's the, and that's the decision. We all had the choice. If we decide to make a, we could choose to make a Demir agent. Yeah. Listen, so that fall falls I'm on I'm still the like... Table. 50% sure that Whittaker is Demir. So, well, and the great, yeah, the, the great Don't thing try is, to this. yeah, the great thing is, is that this is, this is the first big moment of, of, uh, you know, betrayal, even though the characters don't know it. But if there is anybody else in the party who is a secret bad guy, this is great for you. You did it. Hey, Katie played that card, and now you get to be like, I can't believe Road would do this. so mad at her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm I am excited to see the fallout think, of last week's episode of all of Winnegar's friends must die. Do you um, think that somebody would do that? Just join a secret conspiracy and tell lies? Yeah, right. And I that's what I liked about that's what I liked about your reaction, uh, TK, as a player. Like, of course, it's <laughs> fucking fine. Yeah, I guess. It's fine. Yeah. Actually, I super love that. I love it when like one of the party uh, goes to betray one of the other. Uh, or all of the other members of the party. I'm just like, oh, yes. Well, and the, the question the question we'll have to find out as we continue to play is like whether this is like we've been talking a big game about it being like a betrayal of the of the party, but it could be in service to a greater goal, right? We don't we don't actually know why Road did what she did, but it's still betrayal. I mean, it could be is both. a reply a tweet? You know, like yeah. I just uh, I'm not. It could be both. We'll, see what our, we'll see what our reactions are when yeah. it all comes to us. The best part about a party member betraying the party is that they are hastening their own downfall. It's like you don't even have to do the work for them. That's mm-hmm. what I like. Yeah. Well, I mean, Torgor is going to be real concerned because he still, at this moment, thinks someone just came in and like ambushed our team. 
yeah. instead of anything else. So like we, I don't know how it might be a while till KD like, keeps this ruse up till we get wise to it. Yes. Yeah. That is, <laughs> it it uh, would be a long time. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh so a couple of minutes ago, we started a, uh, a, pl- a Spotify playlist for Jay Speller and must die in the chat uh, at him. But uh, I just added um, uh, somebody that I used to know uh, for Katie. Kimbra song. The first thing I I told, I told this, I added Billy Adams just bury a friend, but I just imagine that it was like Barry Winnegar's friend is what I like to imagine. Oh bury someone else's friend. Yeah, I'm really sorry in advance. And by in advance, I mean, I've already started doing it, adding like every single song in the world. <laughs> it's going to be such a good playlist. I'm we'll excited. eventually release it to the public. <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get cut off yes, this is good. Sorry, yes, 12 seconds of that yeah um so let's yeah let's get let's get caught up with where we were at so at the end of the last at the end of the last episode we had uh another we had another dead body uh and this time somebody this time somebody important this time it was uh it was um it was wenzel or wenzel uh, or maybe not. He seemed like he might have been kind of a dirtbag. But we learned that uh, that Wenzel, at some point in the past, Wenzel had an interaction with uh, with Ral Zarek. Uh, the two of them were working on some kind of secret project that Wenzel attempted to explain in the middle of a math fugue uh, about how there might be other planes, which is like clear to all of you. But it seemed like he had he had become savvy to what was going on. And shortly after that happened, after he turned over uh, some research to Ral, he was visited by a mysterious blue clad stranger and then promptly forgot everything that had ever happened in regards to this project. Whether Ral sent them, whether this is someone else, whatever's going on, we don't know. Uh, But it it scrambled uh, part of uh, of the, the brain of poor Wenzel. And then Wenzel fell into the hands of first you and that's where everything really went wrong in his life and then by way of being blamed for a murder you definitely committed manslaughter maybe i don't know whatever you killed some azorius guys and he got pinned for it and then uh somebody picked him up under the guise of the azorius and further scrambulated his brains uh and that's when he fell back into your hands and uh this is where he ended up so when we when we fade in on the episode uh we have a we have a dead we have a dead wenzel and we have a karaoke room and we have you um so your mission was to turn wenzel over to the rose and i don't know that you ended up deciding what to tell her if anything yet about this because road is uh, as you know and have shared with the group the current uh network of drop points has been compromised uh, because you got ambushed by that self-same brain scrambler. Um, so, yeah, so here here we are. And I believe the last thing on the table, and I guess I guess we ought to talk about this, but the last plan on the table was let's take Wenzel's dead body to the Golgari and fix it. <laughs> when you say it like that, it doesn't sound like that good of a <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's a there's a bit of a mechanical and lore like disconnect in that resurrection and reincarnation in Ravnica isn't really a thing. Like the the Orzhov's whole kind of business is based on the fact that 
when you die, your body and your spirit get separated and your spirit, I guess, dissipates back into the ambient mana of the universe and your body gets thrown into a Golgari hole and then the Golgari get to do whatever they want with you. Unless you have a deal with the Orzhov where they bring your they catch your spirit before it re enters the universe. They catch your spirit and they let you be a ghost. Uh, And sometimes they force you to be a ghost if you owe them money, but they can they can let you live on as a spirit. Um, so the traditional D&D idea of like, well, they died, let's just go and, and bring them back with magic may not be as possible, though it doesn't sound to me like that's exactly what you're after anyway, because if you take a body to the Golgari, you're not going to get a person out of it necessarily. You're going to get some kind of undead thing because the Golgari do have like zombies and liches and various forms of both, um, mindless and mindful, uh, undead. Um, Mm. so you have some options for what to do, but if you want to take Wenzel to the Golgari, it's going to mean one thing, right? You're going to maybe get like some time with his body where he can answer some questions before his spirit fully leaves, but they're not going to be able to bring him back to life. Like some kind of nerd Jesus. Uh, whereas if you go to the Orzhov, they might be able to catch his ghost and then either like enslave that spirit to you for a fee or let you talk to him before he goes, uh, et cetera. And I'm not sure the Orzhov might also be able to do like seances and stuff for people who are long dead, like summon their ghost back from whatever the, the greater ether is. The cosmology of what happens to you after you die in Ravnica isn't super clear outside the addition of the Golgari and the Orzhov's abilities. So with that in mind, knowing that those are your options, what do you want to do? You got a dead body and it is, it is moldering fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Torgor, uh, we need to, we need to reach out and tell Rose what happened because at the very least the Orzov can get his spirit back and then he can just work for, her yes we've been compromised and one of our own have been hurt but even more so that's reason for her to know so that we can be safe for next time because Torger thinks no one's done anything wrong there's no one at fault here we were just ambushed like this is like totally yeah. like it yeah. just happened it was a mistake it occurred and now What's the worst that comes from just being forthcoming? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really, I mean, to be fair, Torgor, you may have a slightly rose colored uh, view of these things. Sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so there's, that's certainly, that's certainly an, op- an option to just come clean and be like, listen, this is what happened. Somebody, We've, you've been harrowed by by strange operatives since the beginning, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's certainly possible. Yep. Road is just drinking out of that bottle of wine still. <laughs> that's just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, are you sure you're supposed to drink with a concussion like that? No. <laughs> Pulling your hands. Listen. This is what scares me, right? The only people who knew that this guy was going to be here was Rose. And now, magically, an assassin kills him? Are you kidding me? This was an inside job. 
Yeah, but that person who kidnapped me also was in the Azorius. My sister had seen her around. We don't know if she saw us leaving the precinct and followed us. Hmm. Okay, so may okay, so I guess there's like you're doing the mental calculations to figure out like, okay, who who knows about this? What could what could possibly be like where's the leak? Is that kind of where you're where your yeah, head's at? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I guess he would be like afraid that like this is like the Rose Rose wanted him dead, but didn't want to like mess up um what she had sent us to do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. didn't want to make it seem like it, it, it leads back to her. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Winnegar is exploring that option now. Like yeah. did the Rose do this? Like it's such a coincidence that the distraction was the Rose's guy shows up and then magically this guy dies. Like that's a little bit too much of a coincidence. Yeah, and I guess that's the other timer that's counting down is the the Rose's lieutenant or whatever her servant is waiting for the package, right? Waiting to be delivered. So he's in the other room. Uh and uh yeah, what I guess you gotta worry about that. Oh, he's still here? No, no he left. We have three hours. Oh, that's right, you sent him away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So the, the counter the timer uh, is counting down, but he's yeah. He's he's gonna expect <laughs> some results. And then we moved the host in the show like yeah. after yeah. cowards. Yeah. So he doesn't maybe know where we are. I'm sorry, Katie. How exactly were you helping? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you contribute? Please don't, hey, don't it be mad at her. She was knocked out. She was knocked out. Okay. okay yeah, you're right. Okay. She was knocked you're out. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> that chair really came at her. Okay. She it's really just obscene. Like uh, sorry, desk. That desk edge. Yeah, desk edge. I have like two more bottles of wine. Does anyone want one of them? Maybe it was the wine that knocked her out. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe ease up on the wine. Like, Sorry, this was TK. This wasn't Tack. <laughs> Tack is uh, still nailing boards over the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> still? Are there like are we like three layers deep at this point? Like, Very well armored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Three layers deep is how I prefer it. Thank you. <laughs> So where, yeah, what's, what's the plan? Like, is the, what are you, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? What's, what's happening? You have, you have only so much time left. Torgor still says deliver this dead body to the Rose. I think that's like his like opinion and tries to like, just like get the group on his side in that saying like version. Cause he's also so out of his element and there's no parameters in terms of, what to do now because we've been struck in our safe place. Like this was our home that was supposed to be untouchable. That was agreed upon from everyone. And now like that's been compromised. So like you got to confer, you got to, you got to send it up the chain of command. Yep. I Rod would agree with that pretty easily. She, yeah. Okay. I mean, again, the only do you do you want to wait for this this guy to come back and and collect the body and deliver the message for you, or do you want to go to the Rose's house? No, I think I think into it last time. I as much as Torgor wants to, he also knows like showing up with a dead body at her home 
was not the best look. Yeah. Uh, can, we, can we just ask the man when he gets here um, just where he was meant to send the body and then maybe go there with the body ourselves to explain the situation? Well, why don't we just, Torah's like, we can just wait for him to come and then we'll we'll go with him. We'll take it, it'll be too heavy for him to carry, you know, a dead body is, that's like me yeah, no, so- not a problem for me. I'll Real. I'll carry him. Uh yeah, and, and and road, I mean, if you don't need to be there, like if you need to just rest up and like take the night, like relax, like this is this is something you need to be present for. No, I'm fine. This is my fault, so I guess I should fess up. It's not it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't say that. All right. We're going to get, yeah. we're going to catch the bastard who did it. Okay. We're going to get him. Tack is trying to shove this body into like an adorable maid purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cause I guess, I mean, I guess you could walk around in the streets with a dead person in your arms, but you want to find some other way to disguise a maid the purse corpse. specifically. <laughs> we well, I mean, how many one purses one. are in this office, right? <laughs> Sorry, I just had like a vivid imagination of us putting Wenzel in a maid costume and then doing a weekend at Bernie's thing. And then I was just transported <laughs> to another dimension for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> we should put him in a maid costume. Tax shoving. I don't know that a dead person in a maid costume is any different or more valuable than a dead person. Like, I, he's wearing, he'd be wearing a, um, like an Azorius prisoner's like a jumpsuit. Yeah, but it's right. Funny. It so is funnier. That's true. Him, he's not dead. That's, that is true. Yeah. Tack puts like a little maid headband on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little tiara thing with. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. All right, it's all in plan. Weekend at Bernie's, anybody? Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Weekend at Wenzel's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you're gonna dress, dress. Walk me through this. You're gonna dress Wenzel up like a maid. And I don't then, know we're doing that. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. The bit, the bit, the bit I think we're just uh, going to wait for this guy to show up and be like, hey, here you go. We need an adult. It's like, we, we found it. We found it like this. <laughs> he was broken when we got him. Yeah, yeah when we got here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, so is there anything, is there anything you want to do for the three hours until, until this, this guy returns until the roses manservant uh, comes back. Torvor tries to get as much ice as he can and like to try to put the body on ice. <laughs> it's okay. You know, yeah, it's, it's three we, hours. There's nobody here, so can we just like wrap him up and put him in like the dessert cooler? <laughs> <laughs> so he's just instantly Drex on display as soon as he walks back in. Yeah, Drex doesn't know that there's like a dead body no, in Drex his office. No, Drex definitely doesn't know there's a dead yeah, body. Yeah, but they gotta store the ice cream somewhere. Yeah, and that's gonna stay for ice cream storage because I don't want Drex to know that there's a dead also, body. Also, I don't. I, I like Torgos is all for chaos, but like serving ice cream that's been next to a dead body—that's just mean. That's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Everybody knows that the freezing temperatures kill hepatitis. So. <laughs> I don't know that everybody does know that. I don't know. <laughs> So yeah, there is there is a there is a uh, refrigeration. There's an is it like refrigeration unit in the uh, in the the host in the shell that you can uh, you can store the body in. But yes, it is currently holding ice cream uh, and ice cream sandwiches. Have to hold ice cream forever. 
Yes, you could just go in and eat a bunch of that ice cream if you wanted to. I'd like to spend to the next three hours eating ice cream. Okay. Uh, would you? Could you make a Constitution saving throw for me? Um, I prefer not to. I would like it if you did, though. <laughs> it would be am- okay. All right, you don't, you don't, you don't exhaust yourself spending three hours eating ice cream to make inventory room. For a dead body. Um, um yeah, you're right. Because I'm a fucking even though I think I'm like the hour in mark, the other three who are like, I don't think it's a good idea to put this body in the fridge. <laughs> now Tag's just stressing out. Yeah, now the ice cream is just this is for Tag. This is not a strategic <laughs> Tag binge. forgot what we were doing. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. Okay. So where also where does guess- the where does the host go? Uh, did you do you have somewhere in particular that you were sending it or just, no you just said we gotta get out of here yeah. I was just like we're gonna die okay. you need to drive yeah I mean I would love for him to just double back to exactly where we were <laughs> just do a do a circuit and come yeah. back yeah, yeah, yeah we like did a loop just like we, we, I went yeah okay yeah, right. so just, just take, next in the ice cream cooler just take a lap t- yeah take the turtle for a walk I guess and then <laughs> Okay, so yeah, uh, several hours later, exhausted, uh, the host in the shell slumps back down right in the same place that it was originally, um, and uh, yeah, and and goes back to sleep. Um, you okay. you've you've got this body that you've you've stored uh, at least temporarily, um, and I guess when the when the manservant comes back. It's to the same location, and he has no idea. Like he probably walks up to the front of the place and looks, and he's like, "Wasn't the head at the other end at last?" All right, and uh, yeah, and he comes back in, and and uh, where where is everybody? Show me, show me your best like fly casual. Where is everyone when he when he yeah when he arrives? What are you, uh, what are you all doing? Taurus definitely just like right up front. Be like. Uh, just like waiting for him as soon as he enters, just like very much on uh, the level with it. Okay. All right. I don't, uh, yeah. probably stopped drinking an hour ago. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, same look, same. I Are guess you just like in the back. Who's with the Who's with yeah. the body? Who's like? I'll, I'll sit. I'll sit on the desk uh, next to the body. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. Winnegar is kind of in the back in like a doorway, uh, just kind of like pacing and like checking, but also like a kid who's in trouble. Uh, yeah. So he's kind of like, uh, like looks up and like looks down and kind of like move, like tries to pretend to be busy, but keeps like checking in and like looks around. Is Winnegar the kid that like gets the drop on his parents with his report card? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he thinks like, yeah, he, he would. Uh, he tries to be like he acts super suspicious like right before the report card comes in uh and they know he did something really bad yeah he's really bad at that nice what a precious boy (laughs) we should kill him too (laughs) anyway okay so the uh yeah there is um i guess the place is still closed for for business uh for the rest of the day uh because it you know moved and now you're back here and you need to get reset up so when you uh when you uh when you hear the the knock on the door, I guess Torgor, you're you're up front, you're the one to come and come and answer it. Oh, hello, welcome. Uh thank you for coming back at this more convenient time for us. Uh just right this way. And I like immediately just turn around and just like walk 
straight towards the kitchen. Yeah. And this kind of this kind of efficiency uh, pleases the officiant uh, yeah. who is like, good. You, I, you seem he he has a, an effect of like he's happy that it seems like you finally got your shit together. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And he he nods like very good. I'm glad There's you're a little, treating yeah. me with the treating me with the uh, the respect that I deserve. Mm-hmm. And so it takes him just straight back into the kitchen okay. uh, and just opens the fridge and be like, here he is. Did put him in the fridge? I, oh, I, no. believe, I believe that the plan was yes, to put him in the fridge. That yeah. is where we left. Oh, uh, is going to take all of Sorry, the ice cream is fine. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of empty ice cream containers, I imagine, all over the floor. Um, but yeah, he, he comes in and you open it and he, he looks down and this is the, the, you see the face of a man who has seen a, like a refrigerated dead body before he's not shaken or startled by this. Mm-hmm. He sees it and he looks at you and he says, why is this body in the refrigerator? Because he's dead. Someone came and attacked him. Well, you were here and now he's dead. So while I was here the first time looking for this person, someone broke in and murdered him. And then you made me wait three hours, froze the body. And now are telling me about this. Yes, because frankly, we ultimately realize you're the best person to turn for this. Uh, Torgor has been in a mood of solving and doing things because he does not want to stop and think about what happened. So here is your body. There you go. <laughs> and like Torgor is like starting to like get a little unnerved because he's like been go, 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 go. Yeah. And like this is the first time he's probably had to like stand still and like really process everything that's been happening. So you didn't think to tell me about this body while I was here before. No, no, we didn't. Okay. No, we did not But, but I'm telling you now, and you know what? Now, you know, is there anything else I should know? Uh, Winnegar has been standing in this doorway, like, just listening to them and like as soon as he says that he just kind of like like snaps just a little bit and, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's just like yeah you gotta stop calling him the body his name is Wenzel and then like he huffs and like crosses his arms and like walks in the other direction <laughs> yeah 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 okay so the, the, the guy turns right he didn't even know you were there he was talking to Torgor so he turns around sort of suddenly and uh it's like a little shaken by the sudden, the sudden outburst. And he, he turns back to you, Torgor. And, uh, and he says, um, do you know who did this? And Torgor gets like furious. Cause he's like, no, if I knew who did this, I wouldn't be talking to you. I would be ripping them in half. Now just take the body and we will follow you as you drop it off. And like starts to like, I want to roll intimidation on this guy. Cause I really want to like get up in his face and like, end yeah. this transaction, he like, it is 
Torgor wanted this to be efficiency and like it has now stopped being that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Do, do an intimidation check and then I'll make a, I'll make a wisdom okay. save for him to, for sure. to keep a shot. Oh, oh God. Yeah. 20. All right. Got a 20. Let's see. Uh, this guy's got an okay chance, like a first, Let's first see. level character's chance at handling himself. I got to roll pretty good. Let's see. I got a six. All right. He takes a step. The officiant takes a step back. Yeah. Um, uh, because he's like physically frightened of you. Uh, he maybe he can't even control it, right? It's just like an instinctive step back. And he he looks at you uh, and he says, um, "There's no need to get emotional. I just wanted to have all the facts when I go back to my superior. I was expecting an ambulatory target, but." If you wouldn't mind helping me transport it down to my carriage. Terrific. Toro grabs the body over one shoulder and just immediately starts walking out. And as you walk out, yeah, yeah. as you walk out, he's just still talking to me. He says, um, now I know you can't be expected to have known this, but if you had just told me in the first place, I would have had a chance of interacting with the spirit before. We'll have experts take a look at it, but she's not going to be pleased, you know. That's fine. Is it? If she has a problem, she can come talk to us about it. Torah is like just in the moment of just like move. Yeah, this you're just like, fuck yeah. you, buddy. Get out yeah. of my house. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, and when you say that, when you're like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. He uh, he says, um, I, I hope distinctly for your sake. She doesn't find any reason to come here and speak with you about this. I hope for your sake, that the information that she requires is still available to her, despite your waiting to tell us about this. I well, hope I mean, for your sake, you're allowed to continue after this obvious mishandling. And he's, he's talking to you, but he's talking to you like farther apart than he should. Like, he's just like, I'm saying all this stuff because you're like way over there and you can't grab me by the face. Torgo turns around and when they finally get to the carriage and like puts the body down and looks at him, I was like, well, for the record, you said you would be back in three hours. So we waited three hours. Maybe you should also include that in your report or I can tell her that later. He looks you up and down and kind of like you can see him trying to figure you out. Like, what's your game here? Um, and I think, I think you get the impression that he is maybe like overcomplicating this simply by the nature of his experience, right? He, he, he sees everyone as someone trying to climb over him in the ladder, right? Where he's like, what's your game? You did this on purpose to fuck with me personally, didn't you? Or like, Mm -hmm. you're trying to, there's something else going on here. It's not that he thinks you're incompetent. He thinks that you're doing this to like fuck with him or like there's a plan here that he can't see. Jokes on you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's he's it's not that he's overestimating you, it's just his paradigm is maybe more complex than yours. Uh and that's fairly common when dealing with the Orzhov. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he uh you load the you load the body into the uh, into the wagon mm-hmm. and he he gives you sort of one last look. He's got like a foot up on the the little like ladder up into it and, and he turns and he, he looks down at you. Uh, and he uh, he says, um, well, I'm sure you'll be hearing from the Rose soon. 
Uh, and he steps up into the carriage and the, the door shuts and his, his thrall driver snaps the reins and the, um, yeah, the, the carriage heads off into the streets of Ravnica. I turn around and look at like tech and, uh, Winnegar and I'm be like, Oh my gosh, that guy sucks so much. And he's like, <laughs> only sucks he sucks so he's like what uh, like oh like we killed him are you are you kidding me like any of us would kill this guy jeez louise Ugh. he made it seem like he didn't get anything done in those three hours too right right, right. Like, he, he, he said that arbitrary school. time yeah. yeah we gave him some three hours downtime okay Just for real all we all we you know what we did we kept that body cool we kept it yeah. on ice well, you should you know rakdos you lose an arm they sew it back on only if it's on ice <laughs> You did everything that you could. Yeah. <laughs> Before we didn't tell him all the things that Wenzel told us. Yeah, you didn't tell him any of that stuff. They'll 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 get that. And and if they don't we now have a bargaining chip. Yes, that's so smart. Keep us alive and we'll tell you what Wenzel told us. I love it. That's actually very good idea. Torgor like is like, yeah, he, he would act like this was his, his thought pattern, but he's still like so foregone at this attack, and just is like, no, that's no, you did that. I I didn't say that. You said that. That's <laughs> your version of this idea. Well, I just I love how I love how quickly your your as a group your paranoia set in, and now like the rose is someone that you like. Well, we need to we need to like trick her, and like now we have to have leverage in case she tries to kill us, and like. It's just spiraling out of control and it's perfect. It's great. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're rid of the body. Um, yeah. So the body is in the hands of the Rose uh, and, uh, and the Orzhov. Um, and they, she may still be, I mean, she never told you what she wanted out of him. She just wanted Wenzel. So it might, it might be that they deliver the body and she's just like, great. Okay. I didn't specify that I need him alive. That's fine. Um, it might also be that they can't, she can't get whatever she needed out of him. And she's super pissed that you let him die, but you're in that awkward thing where you've sent the letter and you're waiting for a reply. So what are you going to do with that time? You sort of have the main pressure valve like locked, like things aren't going to change for a little bit until the Rose gets a chance to get the body. So it's going to take a little bit of time. So do you have like personal stuff you want to see to, is there something that you want to as a group uh, do together or is this a like, all right, everybody, we'll meet up again when we get the secret code to do so. What do you think? I, uh, I don't know if these four are eager to spend time with each other right now. Yeah. I want to hunt down the the lady that uh, Rode was talking about. Oh, um, that would, would be have- the only thing on like Winnegar's mind right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Rode blamed this on... Um, blame the killing on the mysterious agent who infiltrated the Azorius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. So I would bring it to the group. Like I would assume that the group would be wanting to do the same exact thing. Like, okay, if this person is tracking us down, we got to find them first. Yes. I yes. Think, yeah. Absolutely. I think Tack would agree with that because Tack it has been thinking for these this last like hour while like sitting on this this full tummy of ice cream like <laughs> yeah like i don't know i mean i walked the perimeter before i left so i guess i could just double check just like thinking like i was out here before anybody sneaked in 
Yeah. So that seems weird. So that's like what Tack is preoccupied with. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can show you like the hidey holes and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah, let's Thor go. Thor mentions like, yes, let's do this. Uh, we'll probably have to head back to the Rakdos because I, I owe them some time because of the work here. So uh, I'm going to get back to you. You guys you, you track down leads and I'll check yes, in. Yes, how you. did that? I mean, we haven't really, we haven't really debriefed how we, we walked out of the precinct and everything was, I got, I mean, it worked, it worked, but did everything go to plan for everyone? I know we got Wenzel. I need to, I need to make sure that. Tech, can we have a, this isn't an intervention, but. (laughs) (laughs) So when you set things on fire, Mm -hmm. you set on mm-hmm. fire mm-hmm. Uh, what it does it creates a pattern for the law to follow yeah um so maybe next time not fire not fire maybe like acid <laughs> try a different element okay. try tries i'm not telling you nothing because i realized okay. that okay would not work but uh-huh. something besides fire next time because cops love a pattern Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. How do you what What do you think about so, that? So, like, don't do whatever I can to make sure that the mission succeeds. That's what you're saying. Oh, okay. No, no, not what I'm saying. Oh, and okay. You know, don't pull my weight. That's you're saying. That. No, now you're being difficult. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're the right. point right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the point is to not get caught by the cops. And so, right, and you would know because you were a cop. That makes sense. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're so on the same page. Just whatever you would do, I do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Road, I need yeah. you to write down everything you remember, every single detail that you remember about this person when you met him the first time and then the second time. And also the well, time we- when they attacked you. I know it was, a, it was an ambush, but everything you remember at the last moment before they got you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, but I think if anything, Torgar, you can't go to precinct one, uh, cause you will be arrested. Mm. So, but there's nothing to stop the other three of us from staking out the precinct and seeing if we can catch them coming or going. Cause that seems to be their headquarters right now. If Triska's seen her around. I love a stakeout. You, it's fun. Okay, guys. Another forty-eight hours. <laughs> I think we should all go. That's a stakeout. That's a stakeout. I'm actually. Well, I'm also promised. Like I told him, I'd be there for two days. So, like, that's like the perfect amount of time. Yeah. The way you said that, I was like, man, so we are watching The Wire then. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I guess we can take some time off and then we'll just start staking out the precinct and see if we can catch her. But that would imply that she's sloppy, which I can't tell yet. So, I mean, definitely the road, just like, get us a record while it's still fresh that we have notes down of what you remember about the last two times that you've seen her. Like, so we can look over that. Like we, we just like, 
We just need something to go off of. I mean, there'd be a lot of question marks on a page. My head was slammed into a desk. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. But like, I, but like the first time, too. Oh, yeah, no, that one's fine. I, but then it's like, I don't even know if that memory is complete because I can tell that I was, that my mind was altered, but I can't tell the extent. Um, so, Look, we know you've been through a lot. It's just, we hate to ask this. We need your help to find them. And you're the only source of evidence that we have. And yeah, no, I'm sorry, we're asking a lot of you. We, we, we really are. Just take your time. Maybe when we get back together, you can remember some things more, like give it some time between you and your injury. Um, yeah. I just want to make one thing super clear, and it's that that kill is mine. So. <laughs> oh, are we doing this thing where we call dibs now? Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I make an inside check on that statement? Because te- isn't that technically a deception? Which? No. Yeah. Nope. Not not deception at all. That kill is absolutely Rhodes. Yeah, Rhodes definitely. Because I mean, you the 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 no one can kill Rhodes, but Rhodes. Well, the the lie like the lie here uh, is only in so much as this person came in the second time and and did did Winnegar, uh yeah. or did uh, Wenzel dirty, but um, it's still you're still mad because this person messed with your brain earlier. Like all that yeah. actually happened. So that's totally yeah, that's totally real. Like Rhodes Rhodes anger. You don't need an insight check to tell him that. Like she's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what, uh, what next you want to try to get your hands on? And this is the, this is the tricky thing, right? Cause what are the, what's the leads? What do you know about this, this person? She was pretending to be a, an Azorius or is an Azorius. Like we kind of have a visual on her, but that can be, that can be changed. Where do you start? Where do you start your, your investigation? All we have is a location. Is a guild, the Azorius affiliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know that they've been uh, operating out of the district or the precinct one. Um, yeah, because if, if Triska's her around, then that's our best bet. Okay, so what do you do? Take the night off, sleep it off. Everybody take a nap, maybe. Tor, well, Tor leaves. Like he goes back to the Rakdos for two days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How um Torgor, how many let's I gotta keep I gotta keep count here. Uh how how long before your debt to the Azorius comes comes due? Where, where's what's I, the situation on that? It's supposed to be three months. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. And so I think it's been since the trade was made. I I don't know how long that's been but pretty short. Yeah, it's only been a couple short. of days. Gotcha. I was like maximum a week, I would probably imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take if you want to take a bit off, uh, like if you want to do some downtime first, then you you all definitely can. Like you can you can kind of break, do your thing, um, and uh, and then we can see kind of what happens after that. Is everybody cool with that? Is that something we want to do? Because you've all got like guild stuff to do. You have you have lives that you need to live. You got pay pay your rent. So yeah. yeah, let's let's do that. Let's I'll give you um I'll give you a, a block of a block of downtime. So let's- rent is for suckers. <laughs> yeah, but I will actually do. Yeah, I will actually do work for the Golgari this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's see. Let me find your let me find your downtime activities, and we can talk about what everybody's options are. 
don't give me crime as an option again because you know I'll take it's it. an option. It's always crime is always an option. Crime? No, yeah. I already did a crime. You could do more crime. I could do more crime. Yeah, you completely have the ability to do more. Oh, crime. my mom will be mad. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Yeah, so basically we're going to pick from a series of uh, of downtime activities that you can do. We've done this. We've done this before. Um <laughs> But I'm not sure. Not sure where the, where the table is. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, you can work. You can basically. You have to pay. How's everybody doing for like gold to begin with? Like, if you end up doing something that isn't working for your for your rent, how's everybody doing on money? Uh, as is. We got twenty five Zenos in the bank. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have ten. I have nine. Okay. I have 14, so I'd have to rob Torgor from our money to it's, do crime anyway. Yeah, it's definitely possible that you will need you'll need to, to do some get some money because your uh yeah, your your living expenses. I guess it depends too on how like how well you want to live, right? Like if you want to live in squalor, then you obviously you have to pay less for that. I mean, like what better life can I ask for than like mooching off my mom and or on again, off again, boyfriend. Oh, that's true. You got Nurm as an option now. Yeah. Oh, so let's, yeah. <laughs> so here's your, of Ravnica. here's your, here's your option. So, so I'm going to skip over buy a magic item. Cause you're all super poor right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you can carouse, which means you go out and you get drunk and, uh, you, you basically do like, um, uh, you do like legwork. You can make contacts, maybe learn who knows things uh, that can be useful for you. Um, so you can make some friends, maybe make some enemies. Uh, this costs a certain amount, depending on how much you want to do, how much carousing you're into um, and who you want to carouse with. Uh, you can craft an item, which I don't think anybody wants to do necessarily. Uh, you can crime. Crime is an option. Crime is expensive. You can gamble. Uh, you can gamble if you have at least 10 gold. Uh, you could go do some Rakdos pit fighting uh, or I guess gruel pit fighting if you wanted. Uh, so that's an option. Boxing, wrestling and other forms of combat. Uh, you can just relax. You could just you could just relax. Um, you could uh, undertake a religious service. You could go to church. That's the thing. Go to one of the big Orzhov churches. That's an option for you. Oh. Um, if you are a, a spellcaster, uh, you can uh, you could craft a spell scroll. Uh, that's an option for you. Um, if you want to sell a magic item, like tack, if you want to sell sell any of your stolen goods, that's something you could do. Look, find, find a buyer for that. I mean, it's a good way to get money, right? Like, oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. A common a common magic item's base price is a hundred Zenos. An uncommon magic item's four hundred Zenos. So, I mean, you. I I would like to fence something. Yeah, because I was gonna say you have the crime part down. You've been stealing shit left, right, and center, but now, yeah, now you can now you can make yeah, some money like off eggshells. Yeah, uh, I do want to fence something, but I know it's going to be difficult. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, you can undergo training, so you could like work on learning a new language or pick up a tool proficiency. You could just work. You could just go do work, like. Winnegar could go and do research or assist a, a higher level. Uh, is it a scientist on a project? Like you just do, do the job that you would normally do if you weren't out here doing conspiracy shit. 
So we'll go through we'll go through the list uh, kind of just as they're laid out on the screen. So Torgor, what do you want to do? You, you were saying uh, you want to go back and, and put in some some work at the Rakdos? I, uh, well, I promised Kerfuffle that that was the trade-off of getting the clown. So I'm just going to go work for the Rakdos. Okay, cool. So what does that uh, what does that entail when you when you do work for the Rakdos? We talked a little bit about your yeah. about your job. Give me, sure. give me a little vignette of, of Torgor, Torgor doing work. So Torgor gets back uh, and sort of like goes to his tent, switches out of uh, his, let's say, lounging vest and puts on his work leather vest um, and then proceeds to just go immediately to the beast pits yeah. and just starts like uh, meets with the other guys like, hey, Mogdash, what's going on? Rafafi, we're fine. Yeah. And just like gets in with like all like the different like creatures and like the giant like uh, uh, slime lizards that are like running around <laughs> and the razor tail maws that are present. Uh, and just like, it's like, oh, Benny, it's so good to see you. It's been so long. Oh, who's my good boy? Who's my good boy? Uh, and just like, like all, all the animals love them. Uh, yeah. yeah well, and, and this is, this is, it's weird because you're surrounded by like ter- terrifying monsters whose purpose is to like devour and eat people. But mm-hmm. there, there is a, um, there's a sense of like being able to forget about all the pressure of the conspiracy for a while, right? Yeah. Being back in place. And what's funny is that like Kerfuffle welcomes you back excitedly because of your, like you, to him, the whole like uh, chaos in precinct one affair was a success. Like, yeah, sure. Like a bunch of Rakdos got killed, but they knew, they knew what the job was when they swore right. fealty to their dark Lord. Like it, it was part of the, and because you, because you you killed off everybody who could have said anything, nobody knows that that you killed those two Rakdos. Like that word word didn't get around. Nice. Um, and I think too, you get you get a fair bit of like back padding and and excited like smiles because I don't think you've been this infamous among the the normies before, right? Like you've never had your uh, your face on a wanted poster prior to this, right? Right. Yeah. I, Torgor has been like a. B plus fighter in the fighting pits, right? Yeah. Like that's where it started out. Um, and then ended up when you like retired, moved to working with these beasts as like a beast tamer. Yeah. And so now to like gain fame and um, this recognition, it feels, it feels good for him. Um, yeah, no, you're not. What's interesting you is you're not being, yeah. you're not being recognized for the thing that, that I guess Torgor would consider You'd, you'd consider it your job in the Rakdos, right? People aren't like, right. hey, great work with the beasts out there. They're like, I saw right. your face on a wanted poster, buddy. Good job, killer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you murdered four Azorius lawmen. Like, good job. Like, way to go. So they're, they're excited about this, like, this other Torgor. And there is, mm-hmm. as with the Azorius, where they're they're kind of painting you with this, this brush, the Rakdos, the myth of Torgor, it's not true either, really. Like, they're, mm-hmm. the, they're getting excited about something that you only kind of did, and they, they believe the same story the Azorius do. How right. does Torgor, I, how do you feel about that? I would say uh, it... He stifles it pretty well, like, yeah. but it's, it's eating at him, particularly like the fact that like, now that he's back in the Rakdos, like he sees the murder clowns, which are, they're expendable, they're expendable things, but like still Torgor in order to save himself, like killed a guildmate. Yeah. Uh, and like that. So I think anytime he gets around that area, kind of like moves by really quickly, skirts away, um, actually like really falls in love with like doing his job where he's not talking to people about the like theory or like the legend of Torgor, which 
all is really tack, which is like a hunt, like all of that is, <laughs> it's is true, like tag's doing, which is like yeah. part of the reason why tag, like Torgor, like just doesn't understand. Like, God, you're 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 infamous for someone else's crimes, right? And yeah, totally being underappreciated for the work you are doing. Well, let's yeah. okay, so so let's see, let's see how you're, uh, let's see how you're, how you're able to, how you're able to get by here. So it sounds like you're doing an animal handling check. I would, yeah, I would say animal handling. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make an animal handling check. The better you do, the, the more uh, well off your, your lifestyle is. Let's see how it goes. Oof. Seven. You, you live a poor lifestyle. And I, so why, why is that? Is it that the show just isn't popular and so you don't get paid that well? Or like, does something else interfere with your work? Like why, why is it that you, you, you can't, you can't make it good. Why doesn't it work? So I think part of it is, uh, Torgor has been away from the animals for a while. So like mm. he's like, they've grown, they've changed, like their personalities are a little different. So like him interacting, he's not getting them like revved up in the ways they need to for the shows. Also because of the chaos that occurred in precinct one, um, people, the grand opening isn't as big as mm. uh, uh-huh. they thought the festival was going to be. At least right now, there's more fear of the Rakdos uh, that they, they like Torgor really thought would like drive in crowds, but seems like it hasn't. If anything, it's deterred away. Like the, it was too frightening. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and, and people are almost whispering about it and like Torgor knows they're talking about it, but no one tells him about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I think, I think one day after kind of a lackluster show as everybody's like striking the set and, and getting ready to, to kind of like put the animals back in their cage. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the other participants, uh, in the, uh, in the, the, the carnival of bloodshed comes to you, uh, and says, um, Torgor, Torgor, the, the, the ringmaster wants to talk to you. Perfect. And I like, I still have his whip that I need to give back to him. So like I run back to my tent and okay. grab it, uh, and like, uh, meet up with him. Yeah. So Kervel's waiting for you in your, in your tent, your yeah. little like dressing room, dressing room. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you, you get there and he's, he's like in your, he's just in your tent and maybe he's just like going through some of your stuff, just like casually, just not like digging through your, he's not rolling your, your room, but he's just like looking at something drawers, that's, yeah, like looking like at your, and he's, he, you left your, your loot with him. Right. Uh, yeah. And so he's, he's got that with him. Uh, and yeah. And he's just kind of like looking at stuff uh, in your, in your room when you, when you come in. Um, and again, Kerfuffle is a uh, human, um, not, not in the, not in the stage makeup right now. Uh, I think Kerfuffle has like long, like kind of curly blonde hair um, that's normally in a, like a wig or under under a hat, and it's just wearing like a black and white uh, like a striped um, like suit with big lapels, and uh, and he's holding your your loot, and you you come in. Are you surprised by his being here, and does it show? Yeah, I'm like, oh, uh, I would have met you at your tent. Wow, thank, I think thanks for coming by. I guess. Uh, and he, I, just, I just found out you needed to talk. He smiles this like big, like perfect tooth smile. And he, he says, uh, Oh, Torgor, I thought I'd come down here and talk to you in your tent. I wanted to, uh, commend you on all your hard work. I know we haven't been able to speak since last time. And, and he holds out your loot mm-hmm. to give it. To I like, reach over to the whip that's like hanging on the wall and like hand it to him at the same time. Yeah. And so while you're talking, he's like winding it and unwinding it and kind of like, like bending in his hands and like, it's, it's not, he's not nervous, but he's, 
Uh, he's keeping his hands occupied. Uh, Kerfuffle yeah. has a lot of like tense, like nervous energy. And so he's sure. just kind of like, you know, like just like bending the whip and like playing with it. Totally while he talks like to you. Actively tuning, just like making sure everything's like back. Yeah. To the, the loot, the loot seems the to have been time. well, well cared for. Okay. Good. Yeah. And he, uh, and he says, um, so Torgor, you, you have to know audiences haven't been so good since you got back. <sighs> Now, yeah. I don't want you to think I think that's your fault. It's just, well, the show's not working. And, well, you know, it's my job to make sure the people get entertained, don't you? Right. A hundred percent. And I'll be honest, it felt like this was my doing a little bit. I, I thought we'd, we'd drive the crowds up, you know, get them in a frenzy. And it was are just you, a little too much. Are you, would you say you're happy working with the animals, Storgor? Don't you? Uh, don't you miss the spotlight a little bit? As he says this, like Mogus comes out and like kind of <laughs> runs up and like sits on my shoulder. Yeah, and I'm your new like, friend. My, my new sea monkey that mm-hmm. I have. Uh, and I'm like, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the thrill of battle is phenomenal. And I just felt like I was never really quite hitting my stride. And and uh, that I could always do more, but I could never get to more. Uh, uh, animal handling is great. I, I I love working with them. You know, Torgor, I pride myself on seeing the the real truth of people. It's what makes me a good ringmaster. I uh, I can cut through the bullshit and see the people on the inside. And well, I think we're. Under implementing you, Torgor. I've been hearing things, good things, exciting things. The Azorius have been looking for you. I hear you've been making quite a name for yourself on your off time. And so it seems to me the smart move here is to put you in the limelight again. The people want to see Torgor, killer. We can use it. We can use your legend. And besides, how much fun would it be to thumb our noses at the Azorius? Oh, you want Torgor? He's right here. Come and get him. Torgor like actually hears this and like is kind of enthused at this idea because mm-hmm. like he has felt so inefficient. Like like yeah, the the combat went well against like the his clowns and like, but he hasn't really like fought anything. And the fact that he hasn't been able to like find this guy is like, yeah. Hundred percent. I'll, I'll like. I, I have one condition. I I get to pick who fights with me. It's a it's a two on whatever fight. And he uh, he raises uh, raises uh, an eyebrow, uh, and he uh, he says, um, "Oh, like a like a sidekick or something." Sure. Hmm. Who did you have in mind? Uh, I don't know yet. Let it be a surprise. Let's make it a little chaotic. I also won't know what we'll be fighting. And he, he leans back and he kind of scowls and he says, I don't know. I don't like surprises, Torgor. Oh, c- come on. You you don't like surprise. Kerfuffle, you're the master of surprise. Of course. <laughs> Just trust the legend a little bit. You, you know the Minotaur. Make a, make a persuasion check. Uh, okay. 
12. All right. Okay. So he's like, all right, just this once. I'll find you someone to fight. And you pick your partner. Mm. I'll run it up the chain. And he uh, he goes to to leave. He starts walking out. He he stops and he he turns around and he says, um, "I really do mean it, though. Your legend. It's good for all of us." And he leaves. <laughs> for like fi- like you actually like he finally relaxed because he really thought he was about to die at any moment in <laughs> that entire conversation. Mm-hmm. There, there's a moment like Kofofo could be having a nice moment and the next moment like stabbed his foot with a knife. Yeah, right it's, it. yeah. Being in the Rectos is like all of your, it's like working in an office, but all of your coworkers are Jared Leto as the Joker, <laughs> you know, where you're just like, cool. What edgy thing is everyone going to do today? Right. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so we, we see you. We see you like visibly like relax a little bit. Yeah. Um, and Toro now contemplates who he would pick to fight with, um, and just like running it through his head. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that's about it. All right. Cool. Yeah. So we 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 close that vignette on. Uh, yeah, on Torgor, uh, kind of like relaxing, and your your little like sea monkey, uh, probably just like sitting on your shoulder, like pets your head, like <laughs> there. Oh, yeah. how much uh, money did I make with my abysmal performance? With your abysmal none. You were only none. able. You were only able to maintain a poor lifestyle. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is buddy. The, that's the best you can do. Yep. Into the bank, out of the bank. You know how it is. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's the price of fame. Everybody knows your name, but if you don't monetize that shit, it's not worth anything. So yeah, the, I guess the idea here is that like uh, Kerfuffle has seen the the legend of Torgor the Killer like kind of rising, and is like, yeah, we can use that. Like if we know that you are wanted by the Azorius, let's make you a big deal. Let's put you center stage, and then they can play it up, and then. Every wanted poster becomes an ad for the carnival, right? For the carnival of blood to be like, wait a second. I know this minotaur. That's that minotaur. The Azorius are after, right? Uh, so they're, they're going to be able to use it to, to build audiences and, uh, and, and kind of play off of your legend. Cool. Okay. So Kerfuffle will leave and, and start to make plans. He'll talk to his superiors and his superiors will talk to his superiors and they'll figure out kind of how best to, to play it. And then you can decide who you want to fight with. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's let's take a quick break here, and when we get back, we'll see what Winnegar, Tack, and uh, Road get up to, and each of you can do a little little scene, do a little roll. We'll see if you can sell your stolen goods and do some research. And I'm excited. Stick around, everybody. Cool. We will be right back with more. 